¡Órale! ¡Sí, señor! Bienvenidos and welcome to the Familia FFB Podcast. I'm Jorge Georgi Martín and uh, we're get, it's preview time. My primos, Ricky Yo. Torres, Hector Reyes. What a great day. What's up, guys? Ready to rock. Uh, yes, it doesn't feel like football just happened because... Uh, It's coming right now, baby. Uh, gracias, everybody, for joining us. Uh, como siempre, estamos para uh, aquí a sus órdenes. And uh, make sure you're checking out our website, F familiaffb.com, as well as our at familiaffb Twitter and Instagram handles. And don't forget our Familia FFB Facebook page. So uh, we had something kind of momentous. You know, we started in May. And pretty much from that point on, Primo Hector, was uh, basically the uh, <laughs> captain of the Carolina Panthers marching and chowder society, especially Mr. T. He even Dwight. stole them from me in the draft. Oh, sorry. Recommended it to all you familia community and waiver wire came this yeah. week, the week of carnage. Yeah. And it's been a, said, adios. <laughs> it's been mad carnage. Uh, yeah. I, uh, I dropped Teddy Bridgewater. For, You're like an uh, insider trader, man. For Gardner Minshew. Yeah, hey, you know, you got to do what you got to do. He's he's put up in the last two weeks um, one touchdown and two interceptions. And so I'm looking all over the wave. Why, yes, I have Matt Stafford as my number one. Um, Galladay is about to come back from injury. Um, so he's my, you know, so I, but I wanted to back up that, that could do a little bit more than that. In two games, I mean, you have one touchdown. I mean, that's – I mean, and this is where you have – I mean, you're looking at all across the NFL and guys are just throwing touchdowns like it's going out of style. I mean, you know, four touchdown games and, you know, uh, five touchdown games up in Seattle um, with Russell Wilson, you know, and, and like three touchdown games is like no big deal. Receivers are getting two touchdown games like it's like it's nothing. And here's my guy, Teddy Bridgewater. The best he can do is one touchdown in week one and zero touchdowns. This past weekend, I said, okay, that's, that's that. And uh, so I dropped him, and I picked up uh, – I jumped on the Minshew Mania train. I now have Gardner Minshew as my backup. Uh, he's got some tasty matchups the next couple weeks, so uh, I'm excited about that, having the opportunity to, uh, to have a, a, a quarterback. That's But are you actually going to play him? Possibly. I mean, the, guy, the guy's – in two games in a row, he's thrown three TDs a game. And he can scramble, and he can run for yards. So why not? He's not so why not? Man. And especially if Galladay, I mean, he did this last year. You know, Gardner mentioned nobody gave him any love last year, and he was putting up three touchdown games last year, and everyone's like, yeah, it's a fluke. And then he did it again the next week, and yeah, it's a fluke. And now it's his second season, and now he's doing it again. Like, at what point is it not a fluke? At what point does this just a guy? Well, you see, the, the issue with him is that he wasn't, he was good. He had a run, but then he wasn't consistent in the end. And that was Minshew's whole issue. That's why whenever anyone has a mania, it never lasts a whole season. Like Lynn mania, never lasts. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, I got you. That's right. <laughs> and, and I'm just going to tell you right now, when you have a backup, you have Stafford, don't you? Yes, I do. So you're never going to not start Stafford unless he's on bye. Because even with a bad matchup, you're still going to start Stafford over Minshew. You'd be crazy this, to do otherwise. This week, it's not such a crazy thing. Oh yeah, this week is playing. I, I, oh, this week is playing Miami. Oh, this is, and we'll talk about that. Who's playing Miami? Gardner Minshew. And but you're really gonna sit Stafford for? Well, I don't Minshew? know because Galladay hasn't even played a day in game, so I, I don't know if I want to start. If, and if and look, Stafford, same thing. His first two games, he's had two touchdown games. 
and he's, you know, scoring 15 points. I'm not going to win. I'm not going to beat a lot of people when my quarterback scores 15 points and they're starting guys that are, that are scoring 40 and 50 points. I'm not going to win. I don't, I don't care if his name is Matt Stafford. All right. I, I, I need to put the guy in my lineup that's going You're to score the most points. That's what the point is of all this. You're lucky not putting in a guy I with a cool name. Putting in a guy team. that's going to score the most points. And right now, Gardner Minshew, there's a big green number next to his name on my lineup that says second which means that the Miami Dolphins is second best matchup for this quarterback. And I, had, I don't know how I can pass that. We'll see, obviously, when it comes to game time decision. I bet you they run all over Miami. It doesn't matter. I don't care what they do. I really <laughs> don't care. Minshew, one touchdown. Who, 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 oh, you mean run? You mean run? Like, 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 like running run. backs? Whatever. <laughs> yeah, that's not going uh, to happen. Yeah, so I'm happy with my pick. I'm, I'm fine. You know, as they say, I wasn't married to Teddy Bridgewater. You know, hey, you know what? It's business. It's nothing personal. It's just business. It's just business. So I will (laughs) say that I really hope, uh, I hope you start him. And I hope he does great because for purely selfish reasons on my part, not not because I want you to win because I'm playing your, because I'm playing your brother this week, not you. But uh, it's the fact that I made I made Garner Minshew my starter, my streamer of the week. So I want to be correct. Yeah, um, boy. Last That's week it, it worked out. Last week it worked out pretty well for Tannehill. I almost made him back to back, but I thought, oh, you know what? Let's. That's share horrible because I do like to root against Hector, but I want to root for you, Georgie. But I mean, <laughs> which one's gonna win overall in my head? I don't oh, know. you just uh, yeah. It's uh, the the better I the better I do on my streamer of the week, the more credibility we have online. Exactly. In, in that's why. <laughs> that's why I'm like yeah. <laughs> Purely selfish reasons, and uh, well, uh, another thing that's uh, that w- that happened kind of cool yesterday. Congrats to the LA Dodgers. Uh, Woo! Yeah, boy. NL West titles in a yeah. row. I love yes. LA. That's right. I got so many friends. I got so many friends that are still there. Congratulations to all my friends there in such a weird year. Congrats to. Uh, uh clayton kershaw kenley jansen who were there in my days i saw them grow up so uh hey 13 more wins starts starts next week so congratulations again felicidades boys yeah man all right fantastic fantastic so after the carnage of sunday we get the you know we all picked up the pieces on the waiver wire now it's time for some cheese man well, uh, just, you know, we knew he was going to sp- miss time. Now it's for sure that he, he can't come back so- sooner than expected. Christian McCaffrey on injured reserve. So he's missing <laughs> he's at least court. three games. Yeah. Oh, no. He's, he, he's in there. So no trying to rush him back. No trying to rush him back. So uh, I got lucky. I had the waiver priority. I got Mike Davis on Familia League. Uh, he may be going into my starting lineup. I don't know yet. But, uh, but we'll see. We'll see. You got him in the family league? Yeah. Oh, what a punk. I tried well, to get him. Number- I <clears throat> I got McKinnon. Yeah, because you had number one. You had, you had the number one priority. I know, and- but I love McCaffrey too much to pick his backup. And- I really love McCaffrey. And-, and I feel like this move was smart. And I feel like, I don't know, are the Panthers thinking, uh, let's not rush him back. He's like our star compared to other teams who usually try to rush people back. I, I think they're not. I, I- 
I think they're going to make sure they don't rush him back. Those three games are going to be for sure. And and their bye is until the last, I think their bye is week 13. So That's it's not horrible. like, so it's not like he gets to, you know, gets the advantage of the bye. So, you know, say it's, uh, it's, it's, it's going to be, but he's got to at least sit three weeks. So. Yeah. I think he's, he came out and said, you know, this is a personal challenge to him that yes, he's out, but you know, there's, they're saying, you know, this many weeks, but he's going to make it a, a personal challenge for himself to try to get back early. You know, yeah. I don't know if that's a good or bad thing. You know, obviously he's got incredible discipline. Yes, he does. But we saw, you know, we saw Saquon Barkley come back, you know, in three weeks from, uh, from uh, his own, spra- his own high ankle sprain. And then what happened? Uh, he was really not that good for about three weeks. And then mm-hmm. he became, you know, when he was completely healthy, then he was Saquon Barkley and he was phenomenal in the fantasy playoffs for the teams that, we're able to get in in spite of him. I think given the fact that McCaffrey is born of a football family with McCaffrey, I think he's going to have a lot of people in his ear telling him, do it right. Don't risk the rest of it. So I feel like we don't got to worry about it. I'm happy for him. I'm happy they're putting him on IR. They're going to save some money. But we're really going to see what Teddy B is all made of. That's yeah. Well, that's why it's like right when Teddy B has his back against the wall, it's like God. Why don't you want to play him? But we know it's all good. Now I get a free quarter. So wait, wait, so wait. You're asking me why don't I want to play Teddy B? But then I I mean hypothetically. I don't mean directly. (laughs) I don't mean directly. (laughs) I don't mean directly. I'm just like, why wouldn't you want to take? Why wouldn't you want that lottery pick? Why wouldn't you Wait, want that? Here's, but no, it's, but it's not a lottery pick. Not, I mean, it's, it's, it's in a lottery pick, and like he's a scratcher that you're pretty sure. No, but you this might is like money on. No, no, Minshew, no, no, no. you know that it's consistent. I see it. But I'd rather have the chance. No. That Teddy B be one like he's pro. Teddy B has a higher ceiling basically, so I'd rather bet on that, especially because he's my second quarterback. I see it as a di- I see it a different way. I see it as. When he had McCaffrey in his lineup for game one and game two, why not throw it to him too? It was McCaffrey-focused. Right, right. But he could also throw to McCaffrey. I know, but the fact that it's not McCaffrey-focused now tells me that he's going to be, uh, he's gonna yeah, be but responsible now, but now for defenses, a lot more. But now defenses don't have to play the run. Now they can just all lean back and they can double-team DJ Moore and Robbie Anderson. They're, they're just going to have a, a heck of a time no. getting open, and I, I don't know. I, I, I don't like it. When, I, when I think McCaffrey's Mike Davis, there, I don't know, man. I think Mike Davis will be able to be a formidable running back. He's not going to be Christian McCaffrey by far. Right. But I definitely have Mike Davis than any of those committees right now. Right. So, For sure. I mean, I, I think Panthers, it's Teddy B, bro. This is what he Again, did last year. Look, Someone look, goes out, he steps up. Well, I, I get that. But look, game one and game two, he had – you have a quarterback. Okay, name any quarterback that has Christian McCaffrey, DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson in their lineup. What do they do? What would – what would Matt Ryan do with those Look three guys? Look what Drew Brees is doing what, right what, now, what, and he what, has all the guys. Any any of those other guys with those three guys in their lineup would have put up five TDs, six TDs, seven TDs. <laughs> Teddy Bridgewater had one. I, 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 I'm I sorry. I, we'll I, see. I, we'll see. You I, know what? I like I'm going to pick him up I'm just because I know. Him. Go ahead. <laughs> I like DJ Moore. I like DJ Moore. I'm not dropping him. I'm keeping him. I, don't, I still think he can do well. I just don't think Teddy B is that three-quarter, three-touchdown-a-week guy. After seeing what he did the first two games, I've just I'm not, I I threw in the towel. What can I say? 
Yeah. Uh, you'll, I mean, you'll, there'll be more chances. Well, let's keep yeah. it moving. Uh, you know, considering that uh, every, a lot of people's likely number two pick, Saquon Barkley, is out for the season with the torn ACL, the Giants signed Devonta Freeman to a one-year contract. And, uh, uh, what a waste. It's – I don't know what – I don't know what we're going to do with this backfield. I mean, I, th- I don't think Freeman even suits up this week. I mean, he might – if he does suit up, I think he's going to be a decoy because he's not going to know the – He's not going to know the playbook. No, but how so. good of a decoy would it be if the defense already knows this guy doesn't know anything? <laughs> true. Like, <laughs> true. <laughs> That's true. But he was really hot on the waiver wire this week. I wonder. I haven't. I haven't looked at his. Uh, let me. Let, let me look. I, I wouldn't trust. I wouldn't trust that backfield at all. I mean, yeah, Devontae Freeman is a hot name, but he didn't do so well the past two years. I think, right. and I believe, no? and I remember because I had to pick between Freeman. Or Derrick Henry last year, and wow. and, oh. and I was like, you know what? I think I know which one's gonna the coin toss outbeat Ugh. their ADP. So then I got Henry and whooped y'all. But anyways, I, I think Devontae Freeman's out of it. They still have Dion Lewis, who God, he's so horrible too. So I would I would stay. I wouldn't even waste the pickup for Freeman because I just feel like there's so many other people you can go with that are probably gonna score more than him weekly. Easily. Yep. Agreed. And uh, Michael Thomas looks like he's going to remain sidelined this week. That one's uh, Uh, Traquan Smith. Do you guys like Traquan? I like him. He had a good game. He had an okay game. Uh, yeah, eighty six, eighty six yards is pretty good. Well, Drew, Drew Brees, what Drew Brees? I, I, I don't know. You guys, you know, is it time to start uh, questioning? The skill set of Drew Brees, because man, he did not look sharp, man. He looked okay. He looked, but he did not look like you know classic Drew Brees. There was a lot of balls they threw behind guys, just like out of their reach, just weird, you know. With, with when Michael Thomas is in there, I guess that shows when Michael Thomas is there that Drew Brees maybe his confidence level pops up, or Michael Thomas is just that good and he gets that open that Drew Brees just hits him no matter what. But man, Drew Brees looked like he definitely. Struggled a bit with these other receivers in there, but yeah, I definitely like Traquan Smith. Um, yeah, I think I think he'll be in for 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 a nice uh, another nice game coming up. They're gonna, they're going to need it because they're playing yeah. the Packers, so yep. it's going to be a high scoring game. Yeah, it should be. That New Orleans does have a pretty good defense, but I think Packers have just been on fire this year. It's mm-hmm. you know it's going to be that was a sneaky shootout because you're right. Both teams have good defenses, but. There, for some reason, the Superdome has a habit of uh, creating blowouts. I mean, not blowouts, shootouts. Mm-hmm. And both quarterbacks, both quarterbacks can definitely dish it out. I so. think Drew Brees bounces back. I think Drew Brees has a. I can't believe the Raiders game. beat them. I know. <laughs> That's what I'm I was saying. shocked. And they, beat, they beat them. They beat them down. They did not. Uh, that was either the Raiders are that good, which I, they looked. Really no one good. wants to say. No one wants to say unless you're a Raider fan. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you're Raider exactly. Nation, but uh, but yeah, it's they they looked pretty good. They looked pretty good. I wanted I want to see another game like that. So we'll see. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, uh, big big you know death taxes and another Philadelphia wide receiver got you know got hurt. So Jalen Rieger needs thumb mm. surgery. So he's going to be out oh at least God. through week nine. So Ugh. it's just, uh, the, you know, it's you got to feel bad. Pick just... up Godert. I'll tell you that right now. They um, only got two good. receivers and they're both tight ends. Yep. Right. Exactly. You got to feel, you, you got to feel bad for Carson Wentz. I mean, I, 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 I think I was, I was seeing there, there was, I mean, he was all over the 
drop lists. Everything, everything I was reading the last couple of days was like, drop Carson Wentz. You can drop Carson Wentz. I was like, oh, man, you got to feel bad for uh, Philly Nation because, man, it, it doesn't look good for them. All their, all their receivers are just teetering on just like falling out, falling off. And like you said, Rick, you have Zach Ertz, you have Dallas Goddard, and after that, that's, that's pretty much it. Yes, Miles Sanders came back, and he can do some damage, but – Gosh, their receiving core is just decimated. And, and you I gotta feel want bad. Sean Jackson on my team either. Right. I mean, it Such looks a- great for him on paper, but this dude's gonna just throw to the tight ends. He's shown right. it before. It's probably the best idea. So why not? But it's and their own line still. I mean, it's, it's the yeah. Bengals this week. It's the Bengals. Hi, I just got. Oh, it gives me. I'm just gonna congratulate chills. Burrow on his first win early. Right? No, yeah, exactly. exactly. Don't forget, don't forget that Carson Wentz was sacked eight times in Week One. So there's something just not right there in Philly, and I, I, I think that's just gonna continue Week Three. And um, I, I agree. I think they lose this week. Well, Ricky, do you want to? Uh, yes, the I do. And- Coach Anthony Lynn announced Justin Herbert do, 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 do. to start week three Whoa. against the Panthers. <laughs> Fantastic news. It was funny because I work in the ER in the hospital, and I'm in a league with a bunch of uh, people in the hospital. So when this news comes out, all the memes come out with like pictures of doctors beating their patients. <laughs> Poking so, holes in their lungs. Yeah, exactly. They're like, oh. <laughs> Just for fun. And they're, they're wearing like a Justin Herbert jersey. <laughs> <laughs> but well tyrod taylor accidentally had his lung punctured by the chargers team doctor during an injection for his rib injury and this is what i told everyone at the hospital i said if you are getting an injection uh, uh it was a painkiller so right, if you're getting that in rib. the rib you shouldn't be playing already that tells you you're already doing the wrong thing i think the fact that the doctor punctured his lungs horrible but i think in the end it's better because you know what if he tries to play on that rib anyways and has no pain there, they're going to pound it in him, and eventually that rib's going to crack and puncture the rib anyways. Right. Puncture the lung anyways. Right. So it's like, it that, yeah, that's, that's – you're just going from, from bad to uh, worse. I mean, if he's but, already injured, cracked rib, you, you got to sit that one out. He should have sat that one out. Hey, technically he's the only quarterback this year to get the Chargers a win. So I thank you, Tyrod. <laughs> uh, but Herbert was amazing last week in his debut against yeah, the Chiefs. Yeah, he was. And he, he gets a nice, easy draw against the Panthers because they suck. I'm not sure if everyone's seen. <laughs> Tell us what you really think, Rick. Tell us how you they, really feel. They suck. But you know what? I love teams with crappy defenses because you want part of that offense, right? There you oh, go. I can't believe you're going to drop Teddy B. I got Keenan Allen. Hey. <laughs> I, wouldn't, I wouldn't play Teddy B this weekend. No, 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 no. Any other weekend. But well, anyways, Pick him up then. Pick him up. I, no, I'm picking up Herbert already because he's a great <laughs> option. For he looked fantastic. He looked fantastic. Right. He got two right. touchdowns in the first half, and according to Heck, that's amazing because Teddy B could only get one. The first exactly, <laughs> exactly. Teddy Bridgewater in the last two weeks has one touchdown. I still don't get that. I don't even. I can't even understand that. So he's he's twice as good as, te- as Teddy. Exactly. <laughs> so uh, not so good news in in Giants country. Sterling Shepard goes on injured reserve with turf toe. Man, so. all these guys with the turf injuries. What is up with this? Turf toe and twisting well, turf their toe, knees. Turf on the toe, turf, I don't think has anything turf. to do with turf. It's turf knee and turf ACL <laughs> and all these turf injuries. Yeah, a lot of times it's the it's the knee the sudden, the it's toe just, itself gets all it's, it's not good wonky. But yeah, I think it, I think this is good. I think this is good for Darius Slayton. Uh, kind of secondarily, it's good for Golden Tate. And do you think Ingram. it's necessarily bad for the offense? Because I feel like I feel like 
good. They have Shepard out of the way to let Slayton shine, and he's going to shine. Yeah. Uh, and Ingram, I feel like everyone's holding on to what Ingram could be. And last week he got six receptions, 65 yards. So I feel like maybe you start seeing Ingram finally start doing what everyone thought he was going to do. And then you see Slayton start being the great receiver. He's bound to be because he is good. Uh, and you know what? Hurry up and come back, Shepard. But you ain't going to be the number one wide receiver anymore. No way. That way no, you, but... you, could, you could already see it coming. In the, in the first couple of weeks, Slayton's the guy. Darius Slayton is the guy in New York. And, yeah, the, the torch has been passed. Sterling Shepard may come back. He's going to be And they are going to pass a lot, by the way, because they got no running game. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You got it. Fire well, Slayton, up those receivers. Slayton, two TDs this week. I, I, I Highly likely. Slayton, I got to see TDs. if he's available in my league. <laughs> yeah, when we get to uh, when we get to that game, I'm gonna. Uh, there's gonna be some love thrown at the at that game. Surprisingly, love. Oh, yeah. uh, we're gonna keep it moving. Devonte Adams, uh, no! the, his hammy. <laughs> he didn't practice today, Wednesday. Oh man. So, uh, I, you know, I, I'm I'm worried that this is gonna turn into a couple games just to make sure he's 100 percent right. I think he. I think yeah, they he need him. Him. If if if. If any receiver was, you know, imp- as important to their to their uh, team as any, you have, you know, Michael Thomas for the Saints, Devontae Adams for the Packers. Without without their these number one receivers, that just completely changes the, the the whole their whole offensive output. Look what happened to the Saints; they lost. So yeah, Devontae Adams. They need to get him right. Once he gets right and hundred uh, percent, you know, then then the Packers will be fine. But yeah, if he's if he's if that hammy, you know, soft tissue stuff, get right, get back, and the Packers will continue to roll. Big time, big time. And uh, our yep. last item, Tevin Coleman placed on injured reserve. So I think this just opens everything up for Jarek McKinnon and and possibly Jeff Wilson. Who Rick just picked line. up, Rick. Tell us, Rick. You, uh, this is – hold <laughs> on. The, everyone in fantasy land, I have to make an announcement. Rick had the number one waiver priority – and he actually used it. This never happens, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. I know. No, this no. Never I, happens, I, like, Rick. Please tell us. It was twelve fifty-five. What was going on in your mind, in your brain of yours, that actually made you use your number one waiver? It was a long because day. You never ever do this. I don't. No, you're right. And I, I, I was <laughs> pooping on the toilet at at like 11.55, and I was thanks like, oh, my goodness. Thank for the, thanks for the image. Well, I'm trying to tell you how spontaneous it was. <laughs> and, and I saw it. I knew I had number one because I heard Georgie talking about it in the group chat. <clears throat> like you didn't already know that. Whatever. And, I mean, I was just like, I need a running back so bad. Like, my second running back, I don't even think I have one. I think it was like Chris Thompson. So I literally have no number two running back. And I knew like it's either him or Mike Davis, and McKinnon was kind of dope last week. So if he can just do that to, or this coming week, oh, he's it's going to be fifty percent Mostert, fifty percent McKinnon because Coleman's out for a little while. So I'll at least have a running back for the next four weeks. That was my thought. Okay, I think it's, I think it's smart. I, right. I think it's smart. I I. Uh... Uh, I really heavily debated between Davis and, and McKinnon. I think I might have had McKinnon higher up on my waiver priority uh, because I just I, I, I really think he's going get he's going to get the passing down work. Uh, Jeff Wilson may get the work down on the goal line, but uh, I think especially ours is in PPR, but in PPR leagues he's going he's going to get five let me let me just say this about McKinnon. He is one of the biggest heartbreakers all time. 
people always draft him thinking, oh, he's the backup and he's going to take over. Oh, he's like, he's all alone in at uh, Minnesota and he never comes through. Yep. So I'm just hoping finally. You've he comes had him through. before, Rick, right? You've yes. Like, you, I had I him when, when he was backing up AP, I think it was. I remember oh, this, yeah. And then last year, he was backing up uh, Cook. And then when Cook finally got injured, Freaking McKinnon was already injured, so he couldn't no, back him up. No, McKinnon. McKinnon's been hurt the last two years. He's missed. Yeah. He's he's missed the last two seasons. This is his third. This is technically his third year in San Francisco. Well, I mean, knock on wood. He's ne- he is now on the Niners. So what happens to people that are on the Niners? They get injured. So <laughs> yeah. let's knock on wood. Let's pray. Let's light a veladora, like you say, George. Please don't get hurt. Sprinkle some holy water. <laughs> um you know no more injuries i can't take any more injuries no mas no mas that's it man we're done with injuries i'm letting i'm letting it for the whole nfl even the teams i'm playing (laughs) yes exactly for everyone no injuries yeah we already got covid please we don't need any more i know well okay the injuries are in the past it's time to look into the future the future let's go all right let's go previews hector thursday night football yes miami jacksonville i'm very excited about this game um for no other reason then it's going to be action-packed i think with a lot of passing rick not like you're saying that the jacksonville's going to run all over the place i don't think that's going to happen james robinson is great yes but i see a shootout happening here last week miami uh, put up 28 points on the bills they lost but they did put up 28 points jacksonville put up 30 points on the titans they lost 33 to 30 so uh these teams are, are ready to to put up some points vegas has an over under of 48 and a half. I think it'll go over that. And Jacksonville is favored by three. Uh, I'm not touching this game as far as, you know, uh, spread, as far as who I think might win. I really don't care who wins. <laughs> I have Gardner, I have Gardner Minshew, Minshew mania. I've joined, uh, I've, I've got a ticket for that, for that train. For the Minshew do you have mania. your, do you have your I'm, set of short jorts? Yes, exactly. <laughs> I am pro I'm probably going to start him. I got Matt Stafford. Uh, with Galladay, who's been hurt. He's not fully recovered yet, I don't think. I mean, they're saying he's doing great and everything looks good. Stafford and company are playing against Arizona. I got Minshew playing against uh, the lowly Miami Dolphins. So, yeah, shootout. I think, you know, both defenses, as Rick says, suck. So, I think this is going to be a shootout. There's going to be points scored all over the place. Gardner Minshew has t- thrown three TDs in each of his first two games. I look for that to continue. I look for James Robinson to do his thing uh, last week, 32 carries, 164 yards, and a score. DJ Chark and Keelan Cole, each also with a touchdown from uh, Mr. Gardner Minshew there. Um, look for Miami to do more of the same. Uh, Fitzmagic, 519. What? 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 Like no, that I was, said. That, that was, that's combined. Oh, oh combined that's for the first numbers. two weeks. Oh, yes. I was going to say, Jesus. <laughs> so for the first two weeks, he's got 519 yards. Um, but again, he's he throws the ball a – a crap ton he's got Devonte parker uh, back from injury he scored 100 he uh, ran for 100 yards or scored 100 yards receiving one td kasiki everyone's going after this guy he hasn't been picked up on waivers by now uh, go get him but i'm sure he's probably gone in your league he's got TD sick in week catches two. yes mike kasiki i told you grab i know you told me i just didn't think he'd be able to duplicate it <laughs> I know, well he's on the Dolphins, so i i didn't i didn't trust right that's what Dolphins. i thought right? i was like he's not gonna get like but he gets crap balls thrown to him so he's got to make amazing catches <laughs> yeah. so so you know Somebody's we, we, we talk about garbage time you know in the fourth quarter garbage time and this game begins from the minute the game begins it's garbage <laughs> time folks and this game is pure garbage time all game long be ready. It's going to be fireworks, lots of scoring. And if I start Minshew, which I think I should, 
I see three, possibly four TDs. I'm excited. I'm ready. I don't see either team getting over 24 points. Why? Both defenses I, are basura. Crap. So are the offenses. <laughs> well, yeah, Gardner Minshew. It's, it's garbage uh, time. Fitzmagic threw three hundred against through Fitzmagic threw for three hundred last over three hundred last week against Buffalo. I'm definitely Buffalo. going with the under. Yeah, but you know, I a he was behind by a lot. They were always behind. Yeah, and it's uh, I interdivisional or whatever you call it. They're always closer than no, a that, that is, game. This year is COVID year. Does that doesn't mean crap? There's no, uh, fans no, that's there. still it, it's interdivisional. Not, that doesn't mean it's anything. The hatred in your, your brain that makes you want to play harder because you're gonna see Allen again, so you don't want him to. Man, that doesn't mean anything. Give us oh. That doesn't yeah, mean anything. Yeah, but it does because Miami beats New England all the time. <laughs> Well, so, <laughs> at least once a year. At least <laughs> once a year. It's crazy, but it happens. Exactly. So that's why I say they're always 50-50 games. Well, look. Both and of these that guys was the are... game Miami was supposed to win. The next time they're going to get killed. I hear a beer bet. If you're saying that neither of these teams scores over 24 points, I'm taking that bet. George, write Give it down. Give me two to one odds. Write Give me two down. to one odds because that's going on a limb for me, and that's not you being bold. That's me Neither bold. team scoring 24? All right. Cool. I'll take that. Two to there's one. No, all right. There's no odds. Two beers to one. There's got to be. Why would I? Why would I bet heads up on a trade on a? Well, you just a, said it. You just I, said I know, it confidently. Be, but I'm trying to. <laughs> it's still. I. How do I say this? Just because I say it, like. Yes, I know it because I'm very smart and I can see it. But don't use that against me. Mm-hmm. I should still get odds. <laughs> it's still going and being right, we'll, bold. We'll, I should we'll still take get that, odds. We'll take that one offline. We may, be, we may be debating this for the rest of the evening after we stop recording. So we'll. Anyways, both teams under we'll 24. Easily. Yeah, 24. Over that. Easy. My pick. Both of them. DJ Tark questionable for week three against the Dolphins. We will definitely keep our eyes on that. Hopefully he plays. But if not, look for, Ke- look for Keelan Cole. You may want to stash him on your – uh, off the waiver wires, he did score a touchdown last week. So if you haven't picked him up, might definitely be a guy to keep your eye on, especially if DJ Chark has more chest issues later. Hopefully, he does not go in for an injection in that chest and get a, oh you know, god, you know, no end much. up like Tyrod Taylor. But uh, yeah, ho- ho- wishing the best for uh, Mr. DJ Chark there to get better. Hopefully, he comes out in the field for my guy, Gardner Minshew. Devonte Parker, another one. He's get he's it's debatable. Check the injury report and the inactives to make sure that he's active. If you're looking to start him, that's that's the one guy to keep an eye on on the Miami yep. side. Yep. Uh, Miles Gaskin, a little bit. You got to you got to think about him a little bit. But he's I just an don't know if he, pick. Yeah, I don't I don't know if he's gonna have the volume just yet. I think they're gonna be throwing a lot in this game. Yep. Yes, they are, Rick. Yes, they are. This is gonna be a fun game. I, 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 <laughs> I think they're both gonna try to play the running game early, and they're both gonna get caught being really bad. So they're both gonna think that their defenses are doing really good, yeah. and they're just gonna keep running because they're like, no, like it's well, still one- it's still a zero to zero game. We're doing great. <laughs> no, because yeah, if one team runs and scores a touchdown, then the next team's gonna. We'll see. That's what I mean. Run, Neither of them I, catch like, up. We'll see. I'm pretty sure it's going to be low. If I'm wrong, I don't mind. It's a freaking Jacksonville-Miami game. But I'm pretty sure. <laughs> what does it mean? What does it mean? Yeah, but I'm pretty sure that, that it's going to be low scoring. Who's get, Can you imagine them saying, oh, look at this high score stunner. Miami, like, no, they'd never say that. Okay. Right, let's, let's go to our next game. Uh, this one's weird. The At, Falcons. This are one over. is weird. I was, I was thinking yeah. the same exact thing, Georgie, because, A, the Bears are 2-0. Who would have thought that with Trubisky? 
and then the Falcons are 0-2. That I think we could have easily seen because the Falcons have been very inconsistent. But let's look into it. Atlanta right now, they're supposed to be they're supposed to beat the Bears by three, which honestly I think it is going to be that close of a game to where I don't even think I could pick a winner. And then it's over under 48.5. That's tough too because, I mean, what we've seen from the Bears' defense is that they can stop people even when we think they can't. They're able to stop Danny Dimes. I don't even want to mention what they did to Saquon. So they're going to be able to give the Falcons a fight. And I remember last week saying the Falcons are always going to score. Look what they did the past two weeks. They just keep scoring. Their defense sucks. So they're a great fantasy team to have. But then I right. see them going against a strong team like the Bears, and it's like, ooh, does, does Matty Ice have it in him to beat a fast pass, de- uh, pass rush and still get the high yards? I, I think so, but I don't know. I, I could see like a 21-24 to 24 game here with Trubisky somehow winning because he's got good juju on his side, even though he's still not that, that great. Uh, I think the, the key piece here – Someone who I think people are going to start looking at is David Montgomery. Last week, yes. he, had a, he had a really good game. And, ooh, I'm really scared because when he landed on his neck, it looked ooh. ugly. It looked really ugly. I'm not sure if you guys saw it, but I, didn't know. I, I thought he was done. And then to see him come back and still do great, I was like, good for him. So I think this week against a weak Atlanta team, he's definitely going to be someone you want to put an eye on. Allen Robinson – you want to avoid because of all the the stuff you've been hearing about the trade talks, but the dude still got nine targets last week. They might've been crappy because they're coming from Trubisky, but he's still got nine targets. All he's got to do is catch half of them. He only caught three, but if he can at least improve that, he might still be viable. And this Atlanta teams has no defense and now they have no special teams. That was a horrible special teams play last week. I mean, they have one. They have. I mean, I'm excited as far as the the Atlanta offense. I'm surprised. I mean, I knew Calvin Ridley would would have a good season, but man, that guy's just blowing up. He's it's fun to watch how. Do you think he can do that against Chicago? Because I just feel like this is the first time they're going to see a a really stout defense. True, but I mean, but look at the weapons. I mean, they have they have Julio Jones, who they always have, Calvin Ridley, and then. Uh, the young kid, Russell Gage, as well, is coming up. So but they have no and, running game, and I feel like the Bears thrive on that. If they can yeah. shut your running game down like they shut Barkley down, they can eat the rest of you up and just let their quarterback be sucky and still pull a win out. And I just feel like Atlanta's, Atlanta's used to disappointing us already. Right. So but it, think, it'll be one of those games. I think. Yeah. I think. I think Atlanta loses. I think Matt Ryan throws for a, a bunch of yards. Probably, as we say, in garbage time. He's got Julio. He's got Calvin Ridley, Russell Gage, Hayden Hurst, who had a TD last week. He's got him too. So he's got all kinds of guys to throw to. I, I don't so, think there's going to be garbage time though, because I think it's always going to be a close game, at least off so? by only seven points. Yeah, easily, because I don't think Trubisky's dominant at all. To so where even if his defense dominated Matt Ryan, I don't think he can pull away from a crappy defense. He couldn't do it. He could barely do it against the Giants. True. So, I, I, I don't know. I don't it's know. A I, weird, I, it's a weird game because yeah. you have a great offense in Atlanta, but it's like Chicago's been, been a lot better than everyone thought they would be. I think Anthony Miller has a breakout game this week. That guy, I, I, I'm just really for it. He's definitely primed for He's it. He's primed for just, I, you know, maybe two TDs and, you know, 100 and some crazy number of but yards. But that would mean I, I Trubisky has to do well. <laughs> Well, not necessarily. I, I, against that, <laughs> against that defense, I think, I think you, I think Ricky, you and I can do well. 
<laughs> that's exactly it. That's exactly it. Going against Atlanta's defense, I think Anthony Miller, I, I think he, he could have a – this. they're primed for it. It's like you said, he's primed for it. I think it's red. They, the stars, I think, line up this game. Anthony Miller goes off. I think, like you said, Allen Robinson – you know, there, there's that, there's a, there's a trade stuff. It's kind of distracting. Uh, Anthony Miller, this is his game to shine, and I think he does. I think he goes off. So, if you have Anthony Miller, definitely make sure he's in your starting lineup. My bold prediction for the game is that we get an appearance by Nick Foles. Oh, the only reason I say that is because last week we had an appearance by Dalton against the, the Falcons. So, how cool would it be to get to see? So, Foles? so, so what? So, so tell us, Rick, in your infinite wisdom. In what scenario do you see Nick Foles coming into this game? Friggin' Trubisky's shoe comes off and he doesn't know how to tie it back on. <laughs> that seems like a, a total Trubisky move. <laughs> he can't find his helmet. Like, like uh, Something was, like that. That was Thurman was Thomas. The, like Thurman, Thurman Thomas, Thomas in the Super Bowl. The Super he Bowl. couldn't find his helmet. Exactly. The Buffalo Bills Super Bowl. He couldn't find his helmet to start the game. So exactly. that's what I mean. I think it's going to be insignificant, but it would just be cool to see it two weeks in a row. All right. Right, More so, prediction uh, on the Atlanta side. Is there anybody you're sitting? I'm I'm not inclined. Gurley, Gurley. Even with all the injuries to running backs right now. I mean, I, mean, I haven't. It, been it depends. Who I, at first of all, I wouldn't have Gurley on my team. That's a bad draft pick. But uh, I'd definitely be like, okay, my, the rest of my team better show up because Gurley. If he doesn't get a touchdown, this dude's getting like 50 yards. I, that's. I mean, unless he starts getting the ball thrown to him on the side. But if, if Chicago creates a lead, I don't know. They're going to rely on Julio Jones and Calvin Ridley like they already are. And with, with Russell Gage, it's like they don't need Gurley. No, I, 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 don't, I, don't, I agree. I don't think they do. I don't think they're going to throw the ball. I don't think they're going to run the ball that much. I think it's just going to be uh, Matty, Mateo Yellow just sh- slinging it around. Yeah, just trying yeah. to outscore, try, try to build the lead at least because, yeah, yeah I think the Chicago's, Chicago's going to shut them down, I think. It'll be interesting to see if Hayden Hurst gets the ball a lot because I don't know because we still don't know if he's real. We shall see. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I'm going to take us up to uh, Western New York. The Rams. For the Rams against the – uh, at the Buffalo Bills. So uh, Buffalo is a two-and-a-half-point favorite. And the over-under is 47.5 points. You know, this is two of the hottest teams in the NFL. And, uh, you know, the interesting thing for the Rams, they're, going back, they're flying back east. They were originally going to stay, stay out east uh, for this trip because they were in Philadelphia and then, and then flying up to Buffalo. But uh, now they're flying home and they're, they're going to go back on Saturday. So this one, that's going to, that's going to be very interesting to see how that works out back to back weekends. I mean, I think this, this is potential trap game for the Rams. I mean, you got Malcolm Brown uh, and Cam Akers, both, both hobbled Brown with the, the pinky that, that Ricky referenced and Cam Akers has uh, sore ribs, but I got to tell you, Jer- uh, Daryl Henderson looked great in, in their place. Uh, you know, he, and he, that's in one of his, uh, uh, the media scrums, he mentioned that he's still not 100%. So, you know, 120 yards, it'd be great to get that. But Jared Goff looked fantastic last week. Tyler Higby, yeah, three did. touchdowns. Yep. Yep. You know, Cooper Cup, Robert Woods. The only tough part is the Bills have one of the best defensive secondaries in, in football. So are they, yeah, tell that to Fitzpatrick. Yeah, exactly. Are they, so are, uh, are they going to be vulnerable? 
Are they going to be vulnerable? No. So when you say trap game, do you mean that in a bad way to the Rams? I think it's a bad way. I think it's a trap game bad for the Rams. Just the, the, the See, I, I think the trips. opposite. What I think, think when you're the Bills, you're thinking, cool, they're coming over here. Uh, their running backs are done. We only have to go against Henderson. But I feel like the Rams got it going, and the Bills have yet to play a tough defense. Right. And now we get to see if Josh Allen can actually do it against a really good, not really good, but I mean, you're talking top 10 defense in the Rams, if not better. And Henderson's still good because Goff is still going to throw the ball. They still got Higby. They still got weapons. And I think the Bills defense is going to have a harder time than the Rams defense. Because right now, all the Bills have shown is that the ball goes through Josh Allen. But what the Rams have been able to show is that they can spread the ball. So who do you shut down first? The Rams just got to shut down Josh Allen. But yep, who, do, yep. who do the Bills got to shut down? They don't know yet. Yeah, that, well, yeah. They, because if they let Henderson run wild because they think he, they don't got to worry about him, they're going to get in trouble. Oh, they're going to get hurt big time. I mean, it's, this one could be an entertaining game or this could be just a defensive struggle. Uh, we're going to see if Josh Allen, what he does against a, a good defense. I mean, the Rams uh, potentially with – Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey on the team. I kept thinking, you know, just those guys are so good and all pros themselves. They make up for a lot of youth and inexperience. So uh, they're great. It's going to be, you know, we're going to, uh, we're going to see if Josh Allen can throw 300 yards against the Ram defense. Yeah. We'll see if he's for I, real. The one thing Stefan Diggs has just been, has been one of the best. He's a beast. Stefan Diggs, man. Stud. Oh, uh, stud. Uh, I wanted to get him. I, and, and I knew it. I knew that he was going to be because, heck, you talked him up just like I got Marquise Brown. It's like I knew Diggs would be, but there was already so many receivers in the right. draft that we right. feel like and are still scoring a lot. It's like Diggs just happens to be scoring elite level points. So it's a little And it is only week two. I mean, we have, I mean, you know, that's we have and, and that's, two weeks. So. He has had two horrible teams, if not just horrible defenses. So, yeah, we really got to see if this team's for real because. They've had it easy. Oh, yeah. Two of the worst teams in the NFL. So we're going right, to see. But, right. you know, this is the day of reckoning. Week three is their day of reckoning to, to really show if they're for real. You Josh Allen, you know, 300 yards, then 400 yards last two weeks. Six total touchdowns, no picks. He even has a rushing touchdown. So, yeah, the Bills are just – I mean, the, you know, every, the planets have lined up for them these first two weeks. Yeah, easier schedule. This week, the Rams are, uh, are not a cakewalk for sure. They're going to have to actually play. The Buffalo Bills are to – to get a win and let's let, let's see if they can if they can do something and, and keep it rolling against the Rams this week then they're for real but we'll have to wait and see if, if that happens and I don't yeah, think I just will. feel like it's uh, to go from New York to Miami to, to the Rams. Rams I feel like that's a steep incline as oh, far yeah. as the oh, defense yeah. and, and, and I just I I would love to see Josh Allen do well but I wouldn't bet money on it temper your expectations there you go said. there you go there you go so, Hector, we're going to your favorite city where uh, I think you're still up on a board that you're not allowed in this, in Cleveland, Ohio. But uh, <laughs> take us for all the yeah, – what have you I've, talked I about I've, their team? I think I've said enough bad about uh, the Cleveland Browns this year. Uh, but, you know, they, they are one and one. And I have to say that uh, Baker Mayfield doesn't actually look as bad as I uh, originally said. You know, he's making his car commercials, and <laughs> I thought he was kind of, you know, checked out and that this would just be a, a train wreck. No, he's actually running a, a pretty decent offense over there in Cleveland. Uh, OBJ is looking strong. 
Nick Chubb, you know, they're, they're doing some things there on the, on the offensive One line. One game they do well, and you're, like, seeing their praises now. Hey, I'm well, just They need to do well, more no, than just one game well, for me why, to reverse year, everything. Last year, they were a walking dumpster fire. And Which is why I don't understand why one game you'll be a cool with them. Well, well no, no, no. Only because I didn't think they were even capable of this. <laughs> I, so, I guess. I guess. So that's, that's why I'm point. saying, like, wow, they really, they really, you know, you know beat, beat out my expectations. I didn't, wow. I, I didn't think they could do this at all. The fact that they, they did it, it did impress me somewhat. Now they're playing against the Washington football team. Um, Antonio Gibson uh, last week, 13 rushes. Uh, he had a touchdown there. Terry McLaurin, scary Terry, just blew up last week. I remember you mentioned in week one, Rick, that you were very uh, unimpressed or kind of sad, disappointed in Terry's performance week one. Week two, he came <laughs> back with a vengeance. Seven catches, 125 yards, a touchdown. So they look good. They're, Cleveland's a seven-point favorite in this game. Uh, I don't know. I think I'd probably stay away from this game, too. I like Washington's defense. I, I scooped them up. I still don't understand why they sucked last week. I don't know either. But you know, week one. Arizona, because <laughs> Arizona is yeah. that good. I, I think it's because Arizona that's true. is they that just, good. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you, should, you shouldn't ask that question, Rick. You have Kyler Murray. You, you saw the, the guy moves like a pinball machine. It's crazy. It's so yeah, so, but yes, I like Washington's defense. They're the ones that's, that had eight sacks on Carson Wentz in week one, so they are the real deal. I think we talked uh, on another episode uh, that Washington's D-line has five starters that were uh, original first-round draft picks yep. by their respective see, teams. See, see. So they are no joke. They are no joke, nothing to sneeze at, definitely to be respected. So um, they're going to give Cleveland a hard time. I hope they do. Um, last week, Cleveland went up against the Bengals, which their defense is eh, and they did get that win. They scored 35 points. They beat Joe Burrow. Sorry, Joe Burrow. Uh, but, yeah, Washington's defense is definitely more difficult uh, than the Bengals. So I think Cleveland has a little bit more difficult time. I still think they have a serviceable game, um, but I think Washington is, is going is, is gonna to come up, and I don't, I don't think Cleveland covers here. I think Washington probably still loses maybe by a field goal, but I think it's going to so be a good game. So who doesn't cover their projected points? I don't know. we got to go over that, man. Cleveland's favored by seven. I don't think they cover. I don't think Cleveland – But, I mean, as far cover. as the players, oh. which players don't cover their projected fantasy points? This week? Let me see here. Let's I'll tell you what. Here. I, I, I am think, not I think Chubb, a believer I think in Chubb. Hunt. I think the running game has a rough time against that Washington D-line. And Chubb struggles. I think Baker Mayfield. I think he's not going to do good against this defense. I think they're just going to be able to get to him fast. Yeah, and he just doesn't look like a quick thinker. Uh, I don't well, know. We've why talked about I that. that. Yeah, I, I, I don't disagree. I don't disagree. I think he's improved a little. I mean, what he showed last week was a little bit. Again, it was Cincinnati, but I think, uh, I think Tyrod uh, Taylor could beat them with one lung. <laughs> so the fact that Baker Mayfield had a close game with the Bengals, uh, he don't get street cred. All right. All right. You love people too quick, and you drop people too quick. I think that wasn't too R.I.P. Teddy B. R.I.P. <laughs> 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 like I said, serviceable. A lot of people this week have been hot on Kareem Hunt. Yeah. I don't get it. Yes, he had a great game. I just feel like it's still a one-two committee. Unless the league's PPR, I feel like Kareem Hunt's a nice flex option, but I, I just don't. I, definitely this week, I don't see the love. 
but I don't know. I just don't see. Yeah, I think the Cleveland Hunt is I, I more think than Chubb a great handcuff. I think Chubb and Hunt both have a, have a difficult game. And to your point, just the fact that that uh, the Washington D line is 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 pretty tough. I think uh, you know by by relation, Baker Mayfield also has a tough time <laughs> back there behind the O line for sure. Well, but Cleveland, Cleveland's O line is a little bit better than than uh, than what's been advertised, right, George? Cleveland, they were a little bit better last I week. Know. I want to see them against this line because this right. this is shaping right. up to be one of the better defensive lines in football. And, uh, I mean, much better than what Cincinnati brought to the table last week. So yep, I, that's for sure. I'm, I'm still kind of – you know, I'm not. I'm not declaring them elite just yet. I want to see what they do. To me, no, 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 to definitely me, not elite matchup. by any, by any stretch. I just think they have a, a like I said, serviceable game. I think they don't choke, but I think uh, they have a decent game. But I, I, mean, <laughs> I, I don't think they cover. I trust Washington's D line more than I trust Baker Mayfield. I will say, if I was doing a DFS for tomorrow, I would fire up Terry McLaurin because that Cleveland secondary is just banged up. They're, they have so been. Would you yeah, do I Logan was, Thomas, even though he sucked last week? Uh, quite possibly, yes. Yeah, because, because after week sample. one, people, everyone was picking up Logan Thomas. Yeah, and, then and I saw him like do nothing last week. Drew Sample came off the bench as as a backup and got nine targets. So <laughs> you know, so and Logan Thomas may be better than him. So vamos a ver, vamos a ver, and you know, the one thing I I don't like for this week, I don't like the possibility. Of the, Actually, no, no, no. I I do kind of like a little bit of the possibility that OBJ has a has a good week. The the Redskins do. I'm sorry, Lo Siento. Washington uh, does as great a defensive line as they have. They do not. They haven't been shaping up as having the best secondary. So maybe right, OBJ right. and Jarvis Landry. Uh, I am fading Austin Hooper. You know, I just don't. I, I don't have him. And I was looking at him to possibly pick him up, and then just no. Just, just saying. There's no. no point. He's just not doing anything, and right. and if this is already gonna be a tough defense, I mean, I think you know what, there might be garbage time, but even then, if this D line can be dominant, I just don't like Baker Mayfield to where even garbage time. It's like I don't. I, he'll probably throw a lot of interceptions, so I don't know. I just I like the fact that we're talking about something we've been talking about all year, and that's Cleveland sucking. <laughs> it's the one consistent thing we've had all year. <laughs> there you go. All right, let's get it. Let's get out to Minnesota. All right. So over here we have the. I'm surprised. I'm not gonna say I'm surprised they're two I'm just surprised with how well they did last week. The Tennessee Titans at the disappointing Minnesota Vikings, who are zero and two. And I mean, I love the Vikings. I love the game they have because I do love Thielen. I love Cook, but they just can't get anything going i'm not even sure i can tell what it is and right now i don't know i wouldn't start either of the teams tennessee's been pretty good on defense uh however one of the biggest surprises last week was ryan Tannehill. so i don't know i don't know about the game only because i'm disappointed that the vikings lost to the colts we knew they were going to lose to the packers so it, this game, as much as I would want to bet on Derrick Henry, it's going to be another Tannehill game. And I don't want to say that because I love hating on Tannehill, but the dude tore it up last week. And to come here, the Vikings still have a good D line somewhat, and but they just haven't been able to stop the pass. 
Well, that secondary, um, that secondary is so young and green. They're just not. They're, 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 they can they can do whatever they want. Yeah, Ryan, Ryan Tannehill's going to chew them up and spit them out. Yeah, and I, Cousins I had three interceptions last week. Yeah. and I'll I'll tell you the Colts defense. Uh, they, a lot of people have been talking about this year. They haven't shown up too much because look, they let didn't they lose last week to uh, the Jags or was it vice versa? I know it was a close. Two game. weeks ago, on opening week. Well, that's what I mean, because then this past week they beat the Vikings, which I felt was a surprise because they dominated the Vikings. So I, I feel like this game, the, the best thing you can bet on is that Dalvin Cook shows up and gets, you know, the elite fantasy points you want. But I, I, I don't know. I feel like Tennessee is just going to walk all over them because Tannehill's being a great manager right now, and he's able to spread the ball. Uh, I'm not sure if we talked about A.J. Brown, whether his injury or not is going to limit him this week. But yeah, I don't know. Still not pra- he's still not practicing. He's not practicing, yeah. So, and, and no, I mean, bueno. Corey Davis, Georgie, you picked up Corey Davis. Did he do anything for you last week? He got a touchdown, but only 30, I think it was 36 yards and three receptions. I actually dropped him. And, and usually whenever I see a team go against a tough defense, I'm always thinking if you think they're going to be falling behind, pick up the, the wide receivers. But if you think it's going to be a good defense with a good D-line like Minnesota – pick up the the uh, tight end and they had a great time last week with Jonu Smith two touchdowns he was one of the hot picks off the waiver wire if he was still on your waiver wire so I think Jonu Smith might have another good day uh the wide receivers I think Tannehill's just gonna want to dump it real quick because he's still gonna, gonna get rushed but because he's a great manager he's gonna easily be able to dump it and just pick him apart and that's the problem with Minnesota they've been able to get easily beat and yep. Kirk Cousins hasn't been himself. Nope. And and they're gonna if they have to rely on him, it's sad because they're great when they can rely on Dalvin Cook. They even when they're losing to the Packers, Dalvin Cook was still way serviceable and people loved having him on their team. But they were just embarrassed last week. And I don't see what they need to do to turn the corner. And that's why I, I have no hope. Bring, for bring back Stefan Diggs. That's it. Game over. That's the thing. They can't do that. (laughs) Buffalo's going to make a statue of him if he keeps going like this. You know what? That's all you need to do. But, you know, because they can't do that, to your point, Rick, I I don't think it's it's Kirk Cousins' fault. I think they – they had a good balance. Oh no, three interceptions is your fault. <laughs> but, <laughs> but yes, I mean, okay, I think it's 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 I guess management. You know, the general managers was, was Diggs is gone. Yeah, you only really have Dalvin Cook and Adam Thielen. That's it. That those are your weapons. And and if that's all you have, you're in big trouble. And then your defense sucks. Remember in week one, the Green Bay Packers and Aaron Rodgers scored forty one points on this Minnesota defense. Fantasy, they scored negative points when your defense scores negative points that's a bad thing Tannehill is going to go in there like you said he's going to just copy what Aaron Rodgers did in week one that is going to steal the you know the the Green Bay Packers game plan from week one Derrick Henry is 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 going to is going to run all over them it's going to be ridiculous I don't want to say their defense sucks I think their defense is they scored negative points all right but they were bad that was was because Kirk Cousins put him in that corner and then when they would think that Indianapolis is going to run on them, they were just able to throw over them. So it, it was the fact that Kirk Cousins threw the ball over three times made the defense on their heels the whole game. And the week before that, they went against Green Bay. And this defense is supposed to be top 10. They just got a new piece. I know they just got a big injury too. But I think you're just there's just a little rut for the defense. I think the defense will be back. 
But yeah, I got I got to see Kirk Cousins do something else because he's affecting the whole team. He's yep. making the defense yeah, have to play harder and play more, which is going to make them tired. And he's just making the offense not work. Dalvin Cook's a great running back. He should be like doing everything there, but because Kirk Cousins can't get it going, and they they fall behind in games. Dalvin Cook's not gonna be able to get it going. Yeah, Titans. Titans favored by two. Take the Titans. That, that's oh, by a, far. That's that's an easy. I don't know what Vegas. However, is I would there. take the under. I would definitely take the under. It's forty-eight point yeah. five. Both of these teams, I don't think. I don't know. I don't see them trying to be flashy unless it's a close game. Yeah, and I don't think it's gonna be a close game. I don't think Minnesota is gonna score. I many think points. Tennessee wins by a touchdown for sure. Yeah. I, it's, yeah. It's only if like the Vikings, the Vikings get up to an early start that then the Titans are gonna have to throw it. So. Uh, but yeah, that pa- that Vikings pass defense this year. You got a oh, if you got a reasonably good quarterback, you're starting against the Vikings. Yep. All right, definitely. I'm going to take us to New England. Uh, Raiders at Patriots. So we gave the you know the Raiders are getting some love right now and mm-hmm. uh, well deserved. Yeah, Derek Carr. He beat. I uh, talked up Derek Carr in, in past episodes, didn't yeah. I? He's yes, not- you did. That great. <laughs> he's you know what he's is he he's, top ten. He's two and zero. Oh. Uh, no, but he's I in there. He's in that's that. all I need to know. He's not top ten, which means he's about the fifty percent mark, which means I don't care. Yeah, and he. <laughs> well, okay, then you can turn off your volume for the. <laughs> but no, Josh. To me, this team really runs through Josh Jacobs. Josh Jacobs. He looked fantastic man. on Monday Night Football. Twenty-seven carries. He also got another three receptions. So, uh, you know, a guy who just really. It's, uh, he's shifty. He, I mean, he is just a complete running back. And now that he's catching some passes, all those people who were, comf- you know, poo-pooing that Josh Jacobs wasn't going to get enough volume, then you're like, okay, I told you. you, right? I, told exactly. you sometime, I think I put it on Twitter sometime in July. I'm one of them. I'm one of them. But did he, yeah. wait, he didn't He didn't practice today? Is that is that what we're hearing? Did not practice, but it's it's looking like Does guys, he need to, though? Yeah. If uh, To me, a Wednesday D- DNP is much less to worry about than a Friday. Friday one because the Friday one then you're then you're looking like you're not going to play but got you know it. Henry Ruggs got only one catch last week Brian Edwards had two Darren Waller was a beast he Again. was an yeah, absolute he's the man beast. clearly clearly he is Carr's favorite target right how many how many targets did he have like he 16 had, or something crazy uh, 16 targets 12 or oh my god well he's definitely the he's the only veteran of the receiving core really he really is and he's not even really? he hasn't what is, he was a sophomore targets. last year or rookie it's yeah i know 16 uh, targets that's all you need to know jeez good i God. hate the fact that i passed on him on so many drafts wow because it's like if this guy keeps it up oh yeah he's definitely gonna be like the 49ers and kittle mm-hmm. so, and with kittle down he's gonna be a top three tight end and that's that's golden well, he was in that round where there were a lot, where a lot of the great receivers were going, kind of like the digs and you know guys like, like fifth that. and sixth round, some, somewhere in there. Yeah. Is that where? And, yeah, and that's like why it's so five. hard to pick a tight end at five, that yeah. spot at that point. Yeah, that's why I was. I, I remember one point I put him on my like do not draft list because of the because not because I didn't think he was going to be good. I just thought I, I didn't like them. I, I didn't like yeah four five or a bunch of receivers four, four five. I got Mark Andrews, DK Metcalf. So there was all kinds of ball catchers going around four round five. I think that we are all just snatching up all kinds of wide receivers and tight ends there and mostly wide receivers. But yeah, it was, I think tight ends were already getting kind of thin right, right around there or getting snatched up. Well, what's not thin is super cam cam Newton. He's back he's fan he's back he's real he's spectacular i mean mm-hmm. he's, yep. he was just phenomenal last week 397 yards and you know if he would have gotten a couple more yards rushing 
at the on his final carry, it'd be someone would be, be thirty-five thousand dollars richer. Ooh, no yes. <laughs> or no, that was the that was the uh, the Falcons game where the guy oh, lost yeah. all that money. Yeah, that's, that's you're just bad but, at math if you make that no, bet. You're just yeah, bad at exactly. Math. No, my buddy actually had a uh, eleven game parlay and he lost his only game was this game. No so way. I think he lost like $1,800 because Cam couldn't oh. run it in. But, you know, and, and I think you're right, Georgie. This is, he's, he's back. He's fantastic. I just think they rely on him too much to where it becomes predictable. Right, and that's, that's why they lost the last game. That was so predictable. Everyone knew. Oh, so predictable. The last, oh, yeah. the last, you know, they're at the one-yard line or two-yard line. And, gee, I wonder if Cam's going to run it in, you know, and go over to the camera and, you know, do the Superman thing. Of course, <laughs> that's what the plan was. And, and, and I think Bill Belichick, you know, if that play comes up again, he's not doing that. You know what I'm saying? I think, I think he gave a nod to Cam there, which is what Bill Belichick does not ever do to, for anyone ever. I think he just wanted to, to, to give that one to Cam, and, and that, that's not happening again. <laughs> in the future, that ain't happening. He's like, you know what? I usually trust my quarterback, exactly. so why not? <laughs> yeah, he's, 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 running a, he's running a different play than, than the play that everyone at home and in the stadium and all around the world knows that's coming. Belichick won't run that play again. That being said, Heck, that being said, yes. how, how can you be mad at a quarter, or the coach for not playing Lynch and making Lynch drive up the middle for the touchdown in the Super Bowl? Because everyone knew that was going to be the play, right? And, and how can you not blame? Well, well but it. you know what though, that's different because Marshawn Lynch I, was still was still in his prime, and and that's like, that's like saying, oh, everyone knows Bo Jackson's going to get the ball. Who cares? Okay, put, it, it put, just it, says something about predictability and how it can be on the yeah, mind of a coach. Yeah, so but much. I, I think when you're when you're Cam Newton versus Marshawn Lynch, I think that was a different thing because Marshawn Lynch was a bowling ball. Where Cam Newton, Cam Newton was a, was not quite there. Yes, Cam Newton can Cam generally Newton get in, that game, get in there, but dude, dude, Marshawn Lynch was just <laughs> monster in that game, and everyone knew if he got that ball, he was getting in. There was nothing going to stop him. Just like Bo Jackson, you were. I don't care if you're, you know, the Brian Bosworth play, you know, when they went head up, and Bo Jackson just ran through Brian Bosworth like he wasn't even there. So you knew it was coming. So yeah, yes, it was predictable. But yeah, I def- definitely would have ran a different play. Play action, man, dude. Play so action. He's got, do you guys? Do you guys like Julian Edelman now? Uh, he, Ooh, you know, that was a great catch. I, wow! I, I saw the I saw the stats. He's never had more reception yards in a game than he did last week. Wow! So, oh, all those years with Tommy TB twelve and Cam Newton in the second. Raul game looks passes. like a genius for yeah, taking it. Raul picked him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Good pick. Good pick. Yeah. Damn good pick. Damn. Yeah, man. Pick. Uh, but yeah, I mean, Edelman and Nikhil Harry, both looking at like good plays because the Raider defense is not, not particularly good against the pass. So, uh, be, make sure you're finding room for these guys in your lineup and let's close up this episode. Hector, take us back to, back to MetLife. Uh, All right. So uh, it's the, uh, New York football giants against the uh, San Francisco 49ers. Everyone on the Niners team has been officially ruled injured. So this game's not going to happen. It's been canceled. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> um, giants would wish that would happen. because yeah, I, mean, I, mean, it, it, I mean, it sure dang seems like that would not be outside of the realm of possibility in 2020 for that to happen. The entire team's injured and we can't actually have the game. Sorry. So, yeah, that, that's, that's going to happen. I, I mean, I hope it doesn't, but, geez, I, I would not be surprised if one day uh, one of these games it happens because, man, everyone's just going down. San Francisco, in, an, in a year full of horrible injuries, San Francisco is at the top of that list. 
Uh, and you got to feel bad for them. Jimmy G, I think he's out, right? Jimmy G's not playing this game. Is that he's not? They, they, he yes. hasn't been Mullen, declared out, but as of now, I, but they, Mullins is, I think, like ninety percent gonna play. Yes. Yeah, I agree. Uh, and, and you know, that being said, I don't know who you start in this game for the Niners. I mean, yes, Rick, you picked up Jarek McKinnon last week. He did go for seventy-seven yards on three carries and a three score carries on three carries. Yes. Uh, but I don't know. I, I mean, are you are you thinking about firing him up this game? I mean, <laughs> I have to. I don't. My other running oh, back well, is Chris Thompson, and when you look at Jeff Wilson, he no one ever talked about him. They only talked about McKinnon, Coleman, and Mostert, and now two of those three are out. So why would you not want McKinnon? And he, you're going against the New York Football Giants. They're horrible. Like yeah, I love really this game for San Francisco. Yeah. The, San Francisco is getting very lucky with the fact that they're playing weak teams right now because I told you they're going to lose every, not every game, but they're not going to do that great. Even fantasy wise, look at what, I mean, I didn't predict all the injuries, but I did predict the bad numbers. Yeah. So, and I feel like the great thing is their defense, they lost Bosa, but they're still a good core defense. Uh, but this game's going to be neck and neck and, and hopefully it's high scoring because both defenses are banged up and allow a lot of points. Well, so, Vegas says it's not – Vegas says 41 and a half, which is, which is a, a pretty low over under – And I mainly, think, I mainly think that's because neither team appears to have a running game. I think San Francisco is still going to have over 150 yards rushing, probably between the two, and maybe Mullins gets like 20 yards. But the Giants, I can't say the same because I don't like Deion Lewis. I don't like Gallman especially against a tough defense or should be tough defense in San Francisco. Are they a tough defense? I don't know, man. They've, they've been, uh, they've they're been pretty banged, banged up. up. They've been I, a little bit banged up there. They're banged I think, up, but until I see a team dominate them, I'm not going to throw the defense out. I mean, they still beat the Jets last week. so yeah, I think did. Daniel Jones and, has a good game. I think this is a Slayton that. game, just like I talked Definitely earlier. Definitely a Slayton game, but I yeah. think mainly because it's going to be a good game. Yeah. I don't if New York Giants if the New York Giants pull out and are leading by two games or two touchdowns, there's no need to throw to Slayton that much. But I don't think they're gonna do that. So I think Slayton's gonna have a great game because I think it's gonna be like a neck and neck game, just always staying within a touchdown or two so that both teams are always on edge. And since the Giants can't run it, they're gonna do uh little screen passes here and there, reverses, so this wide receiving, uh, this wide receiving on this team, I would stack. I would get Ingram, I would get Tate, and I would get Slayton. Yep, agree. I'm, I'm actually agree. starting. I, I'm actually starting Gallman on one of my teams. It's a dealer uh-huh. team. Uh, I, I have four flexes on that team. So just I, say why. Why? Uh, I don't think Devonta Freeman's going to be a, a factor this week, and I think so, I think they're going to try and beat the 49ers initially. You know, they lost two linemen, two Pro Bowl caliber. Probably Bosa was all pro caliber. Uh, and uh, they're, I, I think they're going to try and establish the run early. But uh, I do agree. I think they're, they're, Gallman's going to get some play. I, th- I think that this is a sneaky good matchup, just considering how banged up San Francisco is. I think it's a great match. I, I think it could be a great game for Daniel Jones, and I think it's shaping up like it could be a usable game for. I mean, Gallman is, he's your insurance in case somebody, you know, somebody's hurt or you have such a, you know, long, long, deep roster. I just see both. I see San Francisco having to rely on the running game, and the Giants not being able to stop that. 
And then I see the Giants having to rely on the passing game and San Fran not being able to stop that because they're not going to have a, a good uh, pass rush. So I think they're both going to score just on different grounds, basically. Yep. Bueno, everybody, eso es todo for our show. For our show. Uh, thanks again to Anchor.fm for being our hosting network and making sure our independent podcast gets out into the Familia community. Please subscribe and leave us a review. Spotify, Apple, Google, wherever you get your podcasts. And remember, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at FamiliaFFB and make sure you're at FamiliaFFB.com for original content. Uh, then Three Afuera is going to be in there, our Stardom Cinema article. And uh, Hector, oh, by the way, Hector went three and one in his bets last week. So Boom, we'll yes. See. You can we'll, trust me. You can trust me. <laughs> we'll 75% of the time. If you bet it, they will yeah. come. Yeah. <laughs> And don't forget our Familia FB Facebook page. Gracias, everybody. And remember, todos somos familia. Adios, amigos. Salud.